Happy Easter, everybody. Vegas Fever Podcast. Uh, back at it again after a week off, and it was a very, very busy couple of weeks uh, in the Vegas sports world. Uh, so a week and a half ago on Wednesday, we were introduced to our first UNLV players entering the transfer por- transfer portal. Transfer portal. It was Donovan Yap, uh, Jalen Martinez, and Isaac Lindsay. I believe Donovan Yap was the only one who actually played for UNLV. Out of those three players, uh, Isaac, Lind- Isaac Lindsay had hip surgery, and he didn't play at all. And he ended up transferring to Wisconsin. He's going to walk on and uh, play in his home state. And Jalen Martinez didn't see the floor, I don't believe. And Donovan Yap are the three. Uh, yap, yap. So those were the three on Wednesday. The next day, we were given some news that there was two more UNLV players in the transfer portal. Uh, Eduardo Delcadio, who actually had playing time uh, and a good amount of it for UNLV. He en- he entered the portal along with Caleb Grill, which is the only starter. Well, I guess you could say that our next person that we talk about was like a partial starter, but Caleb Grill started a lot of games for UNLV, majority of them. And he decided that he's in the portal. Very interesting is that he transferred from Iowa State where TJ Otzelberger was hired. So I guess we'll see if he ends up going back to Iowa State, which would be kind of strange. But it's not unheard of with over 1,100 names in the transfer portal as of now. A lot of guys are ending up back where they started. So it's not it's not an unusual thing. And then so those guys were in on Thursday. Friday, Devin Tillis ended up in the transfer portal as well. So to that point, there was six guys in the transfer portal, I thought that UNLV really w- was only going to get four to six. I mean, I thought that was realistic, especially with them keeping a staff member as a head coach. I thought that it would maybe limit it. Um, but again, if some of these players are not really happy with the staff as a whole, uh, as TJ Otzelberger was the leader of that, maybe they're not going to stay. Um, I really do like the hire. I, I, I like the hire a lot. I mean, a lot of these guys probably were going to go anyway, even if, you know, no matter what happens. So it's kind of just good to look at it that way. Uh, so after Devin Tillis ended up in the portal on Friday, Monday, it was a quiet weekend, but then Monday, David Jenkins said he was going to put his name in the transfer portal and leaving the option open for him to come back to UNLV, but he's just kind of weighing his options. This would be the worst thing for UNLV, in my opinion, because he was their best three-point shooter and he was their second-best shooter from from inside the three. And I think that he's a really good he's a really good person to build a team around. If if you're going to do that, if you're Kevin Kruger, you kind of want to start with him or Bryce Hamilton. I guess we'll get to Hamilton in a second, but he was, you know, prime target number one. I mean, you know, I like Nick Blake, and I and, you know, and I like. Um, David Jenkins and a couple other guys, you can really build something there, but he's going to, I don't really blame him. I mean, Jenkins can play in a power five conference. He he can be a starter in a power five league. And so I think that's what he's looking to do. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't keep your hopes up, you know, to get him back at UNLV. I guess, I guess it would be really a positive if they could, but I wouldn't hold your breath there. Um, the next couple of days for UNLV was quiet, but then last Thursday, 
uh, big news from Norman, Oklahoma, Lon Kruger is, you know, telling, he, he told the media he's done, he's retiring and he's moving to Las Vegas where a couple of years ago he bought a house, I believe in Southern Highlands. Um, and he's moving to Vegas to support his son who just got the UNLV job. That is massive news. It's huge because just Lon Kruger being in Las Vegas is going to pay dividends for the fan base, for Kevin, for everybody, because he's going to give really good advice. And now he could be, he could be like a special assistant. Cause I mean, you really don't want to commit any, you know, NCAA violations by having, you know, long Kruger a retired coach, you know, pulling strings. He shouldn't, I mean, he's allowed to give his son advice, but a, a smart thing for Kevin to do in a year or two would be to put long Kruger on staff as a special assistant to the coach. Because that way he's able to do things. He's able to help Kevin legally and CAA wise. So that pays massive dividends for everybody. And it was surprising news. It was something I read on Twitter, like, you know, that morning hinted to it, but I really didn't believe it. You know, it was hinted on as being big 12 news. And I thought it was going to be Texas with, you know, Shaka smart. And he ended up leaving Shaka smart and ended up going to Marquette. But I thought that's what this was going to be about. This was going to be about Texas, not Oklahoma. And it ended up being about long Kruger in Oklahoma, which is great news for everybody. Um, and I, I really like the hire now cause you're going to have lawn there and what better is having, I mean, what a turn of events, right? Like almost 10 years ago to the day he, yeah. he leaves, he comes back. If they just now, think about this, he was in Oklahoma 10 years, mm-hmm. handful of NCAAs, a final four. Mm-hmm. That's what you missed. Las Vegas, UNLV. That's what you missed. But, you also agreed that it was time for him to go. So at the now time, you're changing at your the team. time I did. At the time I did so because I I was just like agreed. everybody else. I was just you're like agreed. everybody else, and so. I thought that first round and done of the NCAA tournament was not good enough. Now look, so eight eight even, years. You, you can't even dip your toe into. You the can't pool. even sniff the conference tournament. Can't even win one game in the conference tournament. I mean, this is huge, with a capital, huge news for UNLV. What do you think of the hire if sorry if his uh, father wasn't coming, retiring and moving back to you know it's funny I said to you 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 told me he bought a house in Henderson I'm like so he's gonna retire you're like no when he retired well that was three years ago. That was three no, years you just ago. Told me that a couple months ago. I yeah, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, I mean, that was pro- that was the. But yes, the, the plan was for him to retire. Did did Lon know three years ago, which Kevin wasn't even on staff three years ago, that he was going to get the job at UNLV? No, but, but I'd like the hire. About the hire, if his father was still coaching in Oklahoma, I'd probably like it a little less, but. It, it all makes sense. Because I feel sense. like you feel like Long Kruger's coming back and he's not. No, that's what everybody in Las Vegas thinks. I, just... I know he's not, but Kevin could hire him as an assistant to the coach. He could. Because you have to be very careful with the NCAA. You cannot 
Like, Lon could come to practices, but Lon has restricted access because he's not on the staff. Okay, so that's why Kevin's going to have to fix did that. Did he have any time left on his contract in Oklahoma? I think two years. So or maybe what? he it, can't get it, hired. It was... Because it's even funny. though technically he's retiring, he's still breaking his contract. I think he had a couple of years. Well, they could that could all be worked. That could all be worked out. Maybe he has to wait. It. Maybe he has to wait. Right. But um Lon coming to Las Vegas is a package that includs I think he potential wants to watch with the hire. He does and, and spend time with his grandkids. I mean he had previously said he didn't want to leave Las Vegas. Him and his wife enjoy Las Vegas. Yeah. And... He would have never left if, you know. Um, And that's not even... I mean, there was a ton... There Does was a ton of news. Does he have any other kids or is it just his son? I think he has... I think he has a daughter. Mm. And he's got grandkids in different and kids in different parts of the country. But... It made sense because Kevin gets the job and they bought a house. Right. You know, I mean, 45 years in coaching, a Hall of Famer. There's no, five teams to the but NCAA. Not there's the nothing. Coach. No, but I'm just saying there's nothing more that he can do. Right. Coaching wise. I'm He's saying, done well, it. Alone, what do you think of Kevin Kruger as a hire? At first, I was very suspicious of the hire. I'm not going to lie because. If Desiree Reed Francois knew in February, like reports have said, she knew that Iowa State was talking to Otzelberger because Otzelberger was transparent. He said they're talking to me. And if it if it if it comes to fruition, I'm I'm gonna have to go. So she was aware. She might have spoke to Kevin, she might not have. But I think that there was some stuff going on behind the scenes. Yeah. So maybe she had she spoken to her own people. Very quickly. Whether she, she said right. she talked to dozens of coaches or whatever the number she was ridiculous I gave out. She's known for a very long time. I think she might have talked to a bunch of people. Maybe not to the number she gave, but she right. might have because she was able to. Because if she's talking to NBA people, she can do that because that's not NC that's not NCAA. I mean, she could talk to them. She could she could poke. And prod she can't it's it's very touchy you have to be very careful but i think they knew at least a month and a half before and i think that long kruger made the decision to retire after this season he's known for a while that's not just a decision you make and or do you think it's because kevin got the job that sealed the deal i think it was simultaneously i think he was thinking it but that was like the nail and I the think, guy's sixty-eight years old. I, I think. Mean, come on. I think, I think he's known for a while, and that she knew that Kevin was going to take over. There was a lot of moving. There was a lot of moving parts to this, and the UNLV news was was hot and heavy uh, as it continued. Um, they were able to hire an assistant coach. Um, they were also able to. Um, they decided to retain a uh, coach on staff. Bryce Hamilton also decided that he is going to test the NBA waters. Um, he did not hire an agent, so he does have the uh, ability to use his last year in college somewhere. And somewhere is the, is the real key 
because I don't believe he comes back to UNLV regardless. I, I don't think he's an NBA player. I don't. I've I've heard that he's not even a, a G League, which is like a minor league NBA affiliate. He's not even a G League player. He might not even be a player in Europe. That's what I've heard. Well, what's your opinion on? My opinion is is that if he came back, if he used his year wisely, he would be, because he might be on the edge. Mm-hmm. The, the NBA draft is only two rounds. So like using it as practice or using you know. it to boost your stock in other words so the the nba drafts only two rounds it's like 60 something picks so you don't get for, there's it, it's not like the nfl draft or the nhl I draft why he's even doing that these guys have until the end of may to now if you don't hire an agent it's harder for you because it's harder to gauge interest without that person beside you so you're basically doing it not yourself but you're basically you're using it's not the best formula if you gonna if you're gonna go like you know v players in the past like under dave rice like people would come and go and they would hire agents and they still wouldn't get drafted so this guy's not gonna hire an agent and he's gonna try i don't i don't like it his eligibility is gone so the second he he signs that paperwork he's done who does he think that he is that he's going to get Who do any of these kids think they are? He's a lefty that has a good shot, but if you make him go the other way, if you make him go to his right, he's not good. And that's that's what's going to kill him in, in, in draft paperwork. When people scout him, if you make this, and in the NBA, scouting and coaching is 1A and 1B. So basically what happens is, is, each team scouts you. They're going to make him go to his right. He won't he won't play a game in the NBA if if, if they know this about you. He he's a really good shooter and he can and and, and he and, and he rebounds well for a guard and you know for a guy who's 6'4 mm-hmm. and he and, you know he 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 dishes the ball real well. He's got char- characteristics great of an NBA player, but he's not there yet. He could transfer to a university that is a top 50 school. Mm-hmm. Which UNLV is not. They're not even a 150 school. And he could he could be a top he could be a first round pick. He could. Just like that. That's what I think he's gonna do. I don't think you see I mean, I think I mean Kevin Kruger, that would be his best that would be like his best selling job if he gets David Jenkins and or Bryce Hamilton back. That's But they're not great. So why do we They're not want great, them but back? they're pieces. They're, they're pieces to something great. They're not great with this team and with that coach, but with this coach and that team, it's different. I guess. It's different. It's a piece of a puzzle. Mm, I don't necessarily know if I agree, but I don't really know too much about it. So. Maybe maybe UNLV fans don't want him, either one of them back. I think you want Jenkins back, actually, in, in reality, more than Hamilton. I mean, LeBron can go play on any team. Yeah, but LeBron is... I mean, LeBron's LeBron. But I'm just saying, you're saying that it, it depends on the team and the coach. And it does. Good. But if you have good raw talent, shouldn't you be able to play on any team? LeBron didn't win in Cleveland the first time. He played. I mean, that's that's fair. But he did team up. He had to team up with people everywhere he's been. If but you he, look at it, he's always had two or three other guys when he's won titles. I mean, that's true. But he's smart. That's what you have to do to win titles. You can't win titles by yourself. And that's what that's what the mentality is so here. Michael Jordan had his Scotty Pippen. Correct. He always had a guy. He always had a guy. That's the that's the message that I mean similar that what Kevin Kruger would sell. Look, you weren't great with this guy, but 
we can have something different. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that would be, that would be his biggest sell job. No, you're not. I mean, they've added a couple of guys. They've, they've added a couple of players and you know, they're not a couple of big 12, a couple of, you know, good conference players, you know, from a better conference. Um, We'll get to that in a second. They were able to, uh, like I said, hire a coach and keep another one. Um, let's see. So Tim Buckley is going to remain on staff. Uh, he was he was an assistant coach on um, T.J. Altsberger's staff. He's going to stay on. They hired, which this is what makes the Lon Kruger thing him retiring and coming to Vegas and the Kevin hire so interesting because you're going to see, you might see some Oklahoma players and you've already seen a coach in um, Carlin Hartman come over. So that was Kevin's first coaching hire technically. And he had a home run because that was Lon's like leading recruiter at Oklahoma. And he's been at other places, but this guy was he was on the 2016 coaching staff that went to the final four actually uh kevin was on that staff too that was kevin's i think first year coaching um but carlin was there and he's done a lot of the players that are on that oklahoma team that are real good this guy got and he's going to vegas to be mm-hmm. you know probably you know kevin's top top assistant coach so you've got him in place and you got Buckley and he's going to need to hire one more guy because you usually have three assistant coaches. Um, we talked about Bryce Hamilton, the two players they ended up getting. So Thursday, West Virginia transfer, Jordan McCabe, McCabe, McCabe announced he will come to UNLV. He's got two years of eligibility left. He played at West Virginia. So that's a big 12 school that he didn't get a lot of attention and all these guys transferring, they're looking for better situations. This guy was a, you know, four-star recruit, which is a top 100 player. And this was a few years ago, but he was, this guy's solid. They also got Royce Ham, two M's. Uh, he will transfer from Texas. So they've taken two big 12 guys. And Royce Ham was also a four-star recruit. And I think he's going to be a senior. So he has one and the other guy has two. And that's what Kevin's got so far. To come in as a first-time head coach and get two guys from a league that's one of the top basketball leagues in the country is phenomenal. I don't care who you are. Mm -hmm. That's good. And Carlin Hartman is going to pay dividends. I don't give a shit about Tim Buckley. Sorry. Carlin and Tim Buckley was – there was a rumor that him and Otzelberger had had at odds. Like, they weren't friends. So I'm kind of surprised. Um the other guy, they had a assistant, DeMarlo Slocum. Uh, he went to Utah. He he came from Utah to Otzelberger's staff. He went back, I believe. But so Kevin's got to make another hire. Um, busy couple of weeks for UNLV. And it's going to be another busy couple of weeks uh, for them because there's over, I think there's like 11 or 1200 transfers and UNLV is down seven, eight guys. They've got to get, they've, they got to get people. Mm-hmm. And hope not to lose people. And I feel like if they get a couple of solid guys and keep what they have and maybe add one of those guys, Hamilton and or Jenkins, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be competitive and it won't be a complete like Marvin Menzies, like 
like destructive setback for years and years. I think that it, Kevin's first year, what he's got to do is he's got to stabilize the program. Don't hit home runs. Hit a single because you have to stabilize what this university could be. Jerry Tarkanian's first year was not good. Long Kruger's first year was not good. Coaches, first years. Mike Krzyzewski's first year was not good. Coaches' first years are not good. It's about a foundation and stability. He's got a couple of solid guys coming in that is better than I thought. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you've got a, got a lot of guys from lower-tier colleges. I figured, you know, th uh, th that was Otzelberger's bread and butter. He'd go after some 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 freaking Swedish or Russian or European guy that no one's ever freaking heard of. Kevin's looking for stability. And that's what he's, he's already getting it. If those guys that were leaving were going to leave anyway, m m majority of them, he's not losing. He's not, look, the Hamilton or, and or Jenkins thing probably stings a little bit more than everything else. Right. But he's, he needs to build and you need to let him build and everybody needs to shut up. And let him do his thing, including the athletic department. Let him do his thing. He's got, with his dad in the fold and Carlin Hartman in the fold, and and, and leave him alone. He's got good genes. Just let him be. And I think that if the fan base and the athletic department do that, I think that in 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 a couple of years, you might be onto something. Yeah. Because this is this guy's this guy wants to be here. You're talking about dream jobs. You're talking about people leaving to go to other places. This guy wants to be here. So everybody needs to F off and leave him alone and let him work. Okay. And fans are not always going to be pleased. Come November, December, January, you're going to see it and hear it. Fans are not going to be pleased. But you know what? Those people, they'll come around. That's truth. That's true. They uh, made a good hire. I was very suspicious of the hire at yeah. first because of what else may have been out there, reportedly like or not. Jason Kidd? Well, not just Jason Kidd, but also the guy from, you know, Randy Bennett. Oh, God. And who's that guy that, uh, who you said they didn't give him a fair shot? Todd Simon, yeah. I think. <laughs> look, look. look. So if you think about it, Utah, Utah State just had their coach leave to go to Utah. If the if the personnel at Utah State does not call Todd Simon's people, we have a problem. There should be a conversation. Now, Utah State has not hired anyone. That They're only a couple of hours from one another. Like, if you're in Logan, Utah, and you're the Utah State Athletic Director, why are you not giving Todd Simon a call and at least saying hi? What is your obsession with Todd Simon? Because Simon's? the guy can coach, and he's young. And again, if you let young guys, like Kevin Kruger's 37, I think Todd Simon's like 40. If you leave these guys alone and you let them do their thing, Todd Simon in five years has turned Southern Utah into a mid-major power. Power. 20 wins. When he got there, they had like six. Right. I mean, the guy didn't even get a fair shot at UNLV, and no. he would have been a much freaking better coach, even if, was, Menzies, even, oh if, even if he was even if he was there for three years, he would have been a tremendous coach. <laughs> like, I don't know what the hell that, was. that was a rebound. That was the girl that got left at the altar, and here comes UNLV to marry her. That's what Marvin Menzies was, because they got who who left after eighteen days. What's his name? Okay. What's what his I mean, name? what I need everyone to do is name? every time and he just left again. Jason tweets about Chris fucking Beard. I need you to spam his Twitter. Chris fucking Beard. He's, you're sick in the head. He left his dream job 
for another job after five years. I care because comparing... Get over it. Get alive. Get over it. Get alive. Between Long Kruger coming here... And him Get leaving, I am so I, I'm Long so Kruger good right now. It doesn't matter. He is coming. He so he's, you know, he's coming to you and out. It's this not going to be a problem with you and all these other crazy ass it's people. It's not. This is a complete... him being no, fifteen talk. minutes from campus is gold. Let me talk. Everyone needs to look at Kevin as his own fucking person. He's he not his father. I know that. Okay, everyone needs to shut up about it. I had to tell you that. No. Yes, I did, because I was. I told you about how everybody on Twitter was like, "He's coming to be an assistant coach. He's not." Okay, but but if he was, a, if he was people. on staff in some capacity, oh my god! I'm just saying, dividends will be paid. And Chris Beard, thank you for leaving Texas Tech because it makes me feel so much better You're about so my situation psycho. here. Anyway, bitter Betty, I don't. I can't stand it. I will block you on Twitter. My own wife is going to block me on Twitter. Like, get over it. He didn't want to pay, play for you, work for UNLV. He just didn't. If anyone got a better job opportunity, they would leave too. That's true. Except for Kevin, it's his dream job. Anyway, let's go to the new, I think we should talk about this next. The 6,000-seat arena in Henderson that is going to be the new home for the Henderson Silver Knights got a name, and it also got a partner that it's going to share the building with. What do you think about the Dollar Loan Center? Excuse me. Dollar Loan Center. Not the Dollar Loan Center Center. The DLC. The Dollar Loan Center. What say you? Stinks, right? Like their mascot? Or do you like their mascot better than this? Well, than this. What? Their mascot. Do you like the mascot? What's the mascot? Lucky? Oh, that's right. Do you yeah, like yeah, that better yeah. than this? Than the dollar loan? Center? I like Lucky's Lucky gonna... better okay. than Chance. I'm still waiting on that Lucky stuffed animal. We're going to have to get that ordered. Uh, yeah, right. They're also going to share the building with the Southern Nevada Sports Hall of Fame, which is really, which is a really, really nice thing. At a, you know, Bill Foley and the people around him have done a really fantastic job of bringing Las Vegas full circle and involving (laughs) them and making it home for professional sports. And to do that for the Southern Nevada sports hall of fame, who Mm -hmm. never really had home. It was already like a temporary place. That's a really good, because that has nothing to do with the Knights. Nothing. That's all like high school and UNLV. And it has nothing to do with the Knights. Not yet. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the golden Knights could have people inducted into that, Hall of Fame one day, but not anytime soon. So that was a really good gesture um, by Bill Foley. And that will be ready in, was it September or October of next year? Uh, That building, they are really working around the clock to get that thing done. It's going to be a fantastic facility. Well, I believe it's time for us to go over the Golden Knights. Mm -hmm. A couple weeks that was. Uh, It started started off really, really good. Um, for the Golden Knights. Let me find exactly where I need to be because I got a ton. Yeah, I mean, we don't need to go into that. Got a ton of information here. Um, so they they lost to Colorado five to one. Uh, a week ago Thursday. Um, five different goal scorers for the Avs. Uh, Belmar scored. Pacioretty with the only goal for Vegas forty seconds in, and that's kind of a theme. You know, scoring early and then not scoring 
much at all. At all. Lately, I mean, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll just say this, you know, just up front, they've looked like slop lately, and yeah, they don't look we good really at all. Concentrate more on um, um, this last week. Yeah, we can't I, really go over two weeks worth of games. I, I mean, just quickly, they were able to beat Colorado right after that. They beat LA. Um, twice they did, right? Yeah, yeah, they beat LA twice. Um, Should have been three, but right. Let me check. So they, they so Monday they beat them four to one. Uh, they've beaten LA four out of five. Um, they had won six in a row at T-Mobile at that point. They had four different goal scorers. Riley Smith scored for the first time in frickin' forever. Um, uh, Nick Holden was put on waivers also this past week, but he cleared. And they sent Cody Glass down. Cody Glass had to come back up because of all the events that we're going to get to in just a minute. But Cody Glass has been kind of playing like the rest of the team, slop. And so they sent him down. That was that was a little bit of a of a shock uh, to, I think, a lot of the community. They didn't really see that coming. Um, kind of package that with Ryan Reeves getting... Yeah. You know, being hurt right before the game Wednesday, he, I guess he came out but didn't come back after a pregame skate, you know, pregame warm-up, um, or he never went out there for pregame warm-up. Something happened right before that. Have um, they said, though, yet? What they haven't said. They haven't said. That game on Wednesday, this is this is a really key game to go over because it was where a lot of things kind of um, happened for the Golden Knights that kind of sucked for them. Um, they, they lose 4-2 to on Wednesday, no Reeves. Uh, Carlson and Shea Theodore score, goal, score goals. Flurry gives up three, not one, one, not not one, not two, but three really crappy garbage goals. Like yeah, even worse remind, than Flurry goals. Like I may remind you, you called to have him uh, pulled. He looked like garbage. I think half of half of the world wanted him pulled. But but then just a few games back when the coach did pull him, you're like you shouldn't pull Flurry. Pulling is a Game by game basis. He did not deserve to be pulled the last time a couple of weeks ago. He didn't deserve that because he got no help. They did that because they didn't want to ruin his confidence. This, he he had no confidence. He looked like crap. He hasn't been looking the best. Bottom line. Chandler Stevenson was given a five-minute major and thrown out of the game, then suspended for three games right after that, which I believe is up, if I'm not mistaken, by this point. Well, because they played Wednesday and they played Friday and they played... Oh, no, you know what? I think he's got one more, which should be tomorrow night. Um, he was for the elbow to the head, and the, the reason he was suspended three games is because the guy got hurt. So Connor McDavid was only fined $5,000. $5,000. Connor McDavid was fined the most he could be possibly fined, but not suspended because he's freaking Connor McDavid, and also because the guy didn't get hurt. Chandler Stevenson, which is a nobody compared to Connor McDavid. I mean, he's great for Vegas, but he's nobody compared to that guy. Gets three games because the guy gets hurt. I was thinking one or two. Three is a little bit excessive. And Zach Whitecloud also got hurt. So think about this. No Whitecloud, no Stevenson, no Reeves. And they haven't had those guys. And now all of a sudden they go on a freaking losing streak uh, because they lost Wednesday and they lost Friday. Uh, they gained a point because it was in a shootout to Minnesota three to two and they lost again to Minnesota on Saturday uh, two to one. So on the four game homestand one win Minnesota's last on the power play and the Knights give them a power play goal 31st in the league. 
and you're, you have no business giving them up a power play goal. I mean, it, look, look, their power play has to get better somewhere, but it shouldn't be against Vegas because Vegas's power play penalty kill is like sixth in the league. So you should not be giving stuff up. They, they, they've looked like crap. They don't play well against Minnesota. They don't play well against Colorado. And they're going to see these teams in the playoffs. And, I, mm-hmm. and, and this stagnant crap garbage, after looking good, and then all of a sudden they look like crap, should not happen. I agree. They've been looking very bad, Flurry included. I, it concerns me because I don't want them to get rid of Flurry. I don't think they, they can't do that. I hate that it's just... You said it. If he would have played like this in the beginning of the season... He would have been gone by he now. He would have been gone by now. And that's just terrible. Like, there's ebbs and flows. Right. Like you said, too. Right. And sometimes they all go through these three, four game dry spout, you know, spells. But I hope they don't get rid of him. I would be really upset. The trade deadline's a week away. So I don't think that they're going to get rid of Flurry, but something that they need to do is they need to get some depth on the third and fourth line. When is Reeves coming back? I don't know. They have said nothing, and they haven't said anything about White Cloud. Stevenson has one more game, but those right. two guys. I, what I said to you, I mentioned this to you last night, and I don't think it's really uh, fair that you lose a couple of guys and all of a sudden the whole team doesn't know how That's to play the same hockey. Thing when what was it? Pacioretty was out. That was one guy. And they didn't know how to play hockey. Exactly. Three guys. It's like well, it must you know be like what? the world's ending. They're off their game. You you go into a grocery store and one or two people calls out. The whole department's in a frazzle. This guy is not throwing corn on the shelf. He is a hockey player. I pay you. Uh, you get paid. You to get paid play to hockey. throw corn on a shelf too. I'm uh, just saying. I'm it. just saying. At the salary at the salary disparity, no, no. I would throw the corn on the shelf at the worst possible rate. Okay, compared to these guys. Okay, and I know that it's it, it's apples and oranges, I'm but just I guess using a compare. I'm not uh, saying the salary. I mean, is it the makes same. sense when you're down people. You have this emptiness that so other people have to work harder. Well, it's more like you know they have a thing. So where maybe someone's looking at someone a certain way, and they know. To pass the puck or, you know, the whole rhythm is off. Stevenson's been good for the Knights. He's been really good for the Knights. Yeah. And Ryan Reeves is just a bulldozer. I mean, he, he scores one goal every 50 games. He's a bulldozer. Stevenson's been solid. Zach Whitecloud has been solid. So I guess I understand it. But they've got a minor league team that's the best team in the AHL. And they're having a hard time working people up because they're so, A, they're up against the salary cap. And if they use these guys for more than X amount of games, they have to send them through waivers to get back to Henderson. Other teams will pick them up. The Knights are in a pickle because of their salary cap. (laughs) They they have a pickle shoved in a place that they can't move because they have zero dollars. Dolph has zero dollars. These guys have zero dollars. They can't even take the, the first line in Henderson is doing incredible things and they can't use any one of them because they spent $12 million on goaltending. That's the problem here. You know this. Mm -hmm. No blame to Robin Leonard and no blame to Marc-Andre Fleury because if they're giving me money, I'm taking it too. But this is, this was an organizational issue. This is something that five years from now you're going to look back at and be like, that was stupid. That's something they can look back now and say that was stupid. But but, but I'm saying in five years when you're the Blackhawks or the Kings and you suck because you spent so much money that you couldn't move anything, 
And you didn't win a Stanley Cup because of things you did. Mm-hmm. And you blew it. They have, what is Henderson, 17 and 4, 18 and mm-hmm. 4? That's ridiculous. That's amazing. Hockey teams don't do that. They've, they're doing that. And they look good every night, even when they lose. And you can't, you can't find a way to get them to you. That sucks. They don't have one dollar to use. One. Well. When you get a whole bunch of guys out, they had ten forwards the other night. Ten. <laughs> ten. You're supposed to have thirteen. Ten. You're overworking people. They need to get these guys back. They need to get out of this rut because there's 20 games left. That's it. And It's make or break time now. They're only a couple points behind first. Mm -hmm. So the Colorado's in first and and Vegas is right behind them. But Minnesota is catching up because of this garbage. You're going to see these guys. And they make Vegas look very bad. And Vegas is a Stanley Cup caliber team. I will not waver from that prediction. They are. Agreed. Agreed. So when you look bad and silly, like you don't know how to play hockey, that's very frustrating and alarming. And it gets like the morale down. Yeah, fans get complacent. Fans get really No, I'm talking about the morale of the team. That too. That too. I I think what they can do is they can really, if if they can find a way to trade some picks and get a little bit of depth, because that's Mm -hmm. all they can do, unless they're going to go player for player. But you can get depth by trading picks because you're not losing a player. That's what they need to do. They need to get more bodies Mm -hmm. in. They need a spark. So, uh, speaking of that Henderson team, uh, just, just completely on fire. Um, you bought me a lucky. <laughs> you'll get lucky and I'll buy you a lucky. Okay. <laughs> Gotta find me a lucky. Um, they lost a game a week and a half ago. Uh, Henderson did against Colorado, but then they rebounded to beat Colorado. They won again Saturday. They won again Wednesday. At that point, they were sixteen and three. Then they lost. Are they letting people in the Orleans? Yeah, like That's two, awesome. like couple, like sixteen hundred or two thousand. I mean, it's very low. Um. Anyway, the Sorry. no, no, no. You're good. The Silver Knights are on fire. Um. Somebody named Lucky Henderson. Well, you put in Lucky Henderson in Google, (laughs) so that's what happens. You should just put Henderson Silver Knights Lucky or HSK Lucky. Um, We're doing a Google search to see if we can get this this lady here a freaking pony. Um, By playoff time, T-Mobile could have half capacity. Um, They're trying to get nine thousand fans in by May. Oh, he has a Twitter. Yeah, he has a Twitter. I think I follow him. I don't know. You think you follow him? I think I follow him. I follow him? Uh, I think so. Um, (laughs) So it looks like we're going to get, you know, at least half T-Mobile packed. Uh, Can't wait to get that building packed out because for the playoffs, the environment is just crazy. And Paula is looking for a lucky so damn bad. (laughs) Where do you buy? Where did we buy the HSK shirts? Go to the Henderson Silver Knight website and then go to their team store. Should be able to get it there. So we have talked about... Mm, I got a Hanyu okay. Kyoshi. No. No. Okay, type Henderson Silvernights. Ah. Full. Oh my god. Google, Google's too smart for its own good. 
We talked about UNLV and all their stuff going on. Talked about Golden Knights. Talked about Silver Knights. Are we missing anything? No. Any uh, any outbursts? Uh, topics you want to talk about? Besides the Mighty Ducks Game Changers first oh episode <laughs> being so damn good. And Paula was skeptical. However... She came around because that because that because that chubby fat kid really gave her the twinkle in her her eye. You know what I mean? Because the young podcaster kid, he he he. Yeah, exactly. See that? See that? that Okay, fine. He's not in real life. He's probably like twenty five years old. Anyway, she had a connection because right. See, that was my end. Emilio Estevez, Emilio Estevez was completely predictable. And the whole situation is predictable. But I think the show, it's diverse and it shows that anyone can play hockey. Yes, it is. All the people playing for that Ducks team, diverse. Now, that Carlson Swedish head coach looking guy for the other team, for the Ducks, who's like, you you know, who tells the kid that he's no good, Mm -hmm. you know, that was kind of crappy. But. Okay, you're really. That team. This is not. That team is. Is diverse, the Ducks. Shop. Okay. You know what I mean? You, you see girls on the team. That's fantastic. You see color, you know, players of color on the team. That's fantastic. That's what you need. Hockey is a diverse game. The mo- One of the most diverse games in our time. And it's become so much better at that. And I think that's great to see because you have people of all walks of life. And when the NHL does, anybody else, anybody can play hockey. They mean it. Because anybody can play hockey. I thought the show was fantastic. Second episode came out last night uh, on Friday. Disney Plus. Yeah, Friday. I'm getting lost lost track of days here um, since we moved into this new house. Let's check in on Paula on the uh, Henderson Silver Knight website. Uh, Paula, confused. let's go live to Paula on the scene. <laughs> what do we have? I'm apparently being redirected to Vegas Team Store. I guess I could just search for Lucky right now. I would spell it correctly. I just, I don't want. Ugh, uh, a, I see a T-shirt that says that's, "Lucky" on it. That's great. Thanks. We're gonna have to do more research. Um, <sighs> any hooser. <laughs> I think we've reached the end mm-hmm. of our show. Uh, you could follow me at the Ve- at Vegas Fever Pod. Just at Vegas, re- figure, Vegas Fever Pod. If he pod. mentions Chris Beard again, please tweet him, tweet me, so I can. What about Desiree Reed Francois? The whole name, or do you want DRF? I'm just what, on what Chris you... Beard right now. Okay. What about? Because I am so sick. So Todd you... Simon's okay. Um, you're borderline pissing me off about him too. Chris Beard. Who's the other guy? Rick Patino. How do you feel about that name? What if I keep keep on with that? The Chris Beard thing is dead because he left, so that's good. What about Lon Kruger being at UNLV f- ten years ago? Okay, Does I, that annoy you? Why are you? Looking, can, why are you have Bob Marley on no, his that, shirt? That's Who is that? Charles Manson. When I typed in Silver Knights, Henderson Silver Knights, Lucky, and Charles Manson pops up. Wow, awesome. you know Amazon, you you're really not doing good. Anyhow, at Vegas Fever Pod for me, at the Golden Wife for Paula, and. If anybody um, knows where I can get a lucky stuffed animal, give us some feedback. Please, uh, please follow us on Twitter, 
retweet the podcast, uh, subscribe to the podcast. Um, appreciate all of the 520 followers that I have now. I'm up to 520, um, which is fantastic. And if you can help Paula, please get us a lucky. That would be fantastic. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully should get back on a regular schedule after missing a week. Let's check in here. What are we at? Okay. She's not even looking for one anymore. We'll talk to you guys later. Bye.